welcome to the second episode of Help Wanted, a podcast about the home and housework, shared from the perspective of the women who are doing the cooking, cleaning, and caring. I'm your host, Stephanie Doolittle. The first time I meet Auntie Yang, or Yang Ai, it's a sunny afternoon, and she's cleaning a large Art Deco-style apartment on the fifth floor of a centrally located building in Shanghai, where she has agreed to allow me to interview her while she continues to work. Her tanned skin is laced with soft wrinkles. She's barely over five feet, but she has a sturdy build. Yang Ai spends many hours in the silence of other people's homes, cleaning their dusty window panes and scrubbing their bathroom floors. She doesn't mind working alone. The silence, she tells me, is in some way therapeutic. She lets herself in, does her work, and moves on to the next house. She tells me she can't remember the last time she caught a cold. If she had told me she had never caught a cold, I might also believe her. This is a woman who was four years old when the Cultural Revolution started in China. She had two older brothers die before she was even born. And this was just the beginning of difficult circumstances in her life. Her father was the victim of a mining accident that caused him to lose a leg, and her mother died when she was seven. So she, her three older brothers, and one younger sister were essentially raised by their handicapped father. After her mother's death, she was pulled out of school and at the age of eight was told to start chopping firewood for money as her family could no longer afford the school fees. She tells me very matter-of-factly that she can do the same amount of work as two people in the same time. At 19, she was given away to a husband. She hated her father for doing this to her, but she knew at that time it was his way of trying to care for her. Her family was incredibly poor, she recalls to me. She was the poorest of all her siblings and was looked down on by her in-laws and her own husband. It certainly didn't help her marriage that the first three children she gave birth to were female. And in traditional Chinese society, male offspring were more valued than females as they were seen as an asset that could eventually provide and protect the family. Whereas girls were a burden because they would be shipped off to other families when they reached marrying age. She gives birth one more time and it seems her luck has changed. She has a boy. Her youngest reached 16 years old, she had finally decided she had had enough. Her oldest daughter was already working outside their hometown in another province of China, and she helped convince her mom to look for work and escape their hometown as well. So despite doubt from her husband and in-laws, she bought a bus ticket to Shanghai and started looking for work in the city. She didn't call home at all that first month. <laughs> She recalls to me how angry her son was at her at that time and how he cried when she left. But she knew there was no other way to prove to herself and to her family that she was serious about making a better life for her son. Uh, in Shanghai, she connected with other migrants from her hometown, 
and using the only skill she had, she told me she eventually found work cleaning homes. At that time, as a new cleaner to the city, the going rate was about three to five renminbi an hour. That's less than 50 cents. She slept on the floor of an acquaintance's place for four years, building up her experience and connections as a cleaner. Early on, she worked for a Chinese family who eventually immigrated to France, but she remembers them fondly as they gave her basic Chinese writing and reading lessons, along with some simple math. She's grinning from ear to ear as she tells me the look of surprise on her husband's face when he sees she can use a calculator and send text messages in Chinese. <laughs> At one point, she starts cleaning the apartment of a British expat, Amelia, who's running a jams and preservatives business. That's what I love about Aisha. She has such a kind face. Oh, she has such a Amelia left Shanghai and shut down her business over five years ago now. But I got to tag along when she came back for a brief visit, and the two reunited for a meal that Yang Ai had prepared in her small apartment near the Shanghai railway station. There are kids running around and a constant hum of kitchen appliances in the background. Above all that sound, here is Amelia explaining how the duo work together. So much better than the other yeah. idea in cleaning terms, but I suppose that helps in that connection. Um, and then I was making these jams and chutneys in the house and I slowly needed the help and then she would help, she'd always be tidying up around me. Um, and before I knew it, you know, I said, can you come for an extra hour or so to help me cut? And then suddenly it just grew for me. Yeah. Beyond learning the exact amounts of sugars to mix in the jams and temperatures to stir the sticky peanut butter, Yang Ai also assisted Amelia to sell her products at local markets. So you do three days of events when you're at the event. You've got the two days preparing before and you've got the day after clearing up. And the event is from 10 o'clock until 10 p.m. And you've got to... You've and she's sell. there. She would come to these events with you Yeah, and you'd sell well. out all of your product and then you need to make again. And so it was... Because it's food. So you, you, you try to make enough for it, but inevitably you don't. And so sometimes I would send her back to, to the kitchen to go and make some more stuff or something. And perhaps she's, I know. It, yeah. You misunderstood or done something, done a completely different flavour to what I'd said, but perhaps I hadn't said it correctly. So there's a kind of moment of, oh my God, what the hell have you done? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was always so sweet and apologetic and I always felt so guilty afterwards for ever being upset or, or frustrated or cross or anything. She was very beautiful, really beautiful. It's an emotional moment. For Yang Ai in particular, this brief afternoon reunion is perhaps even a little painful for her, recalling all the different responsibilities she used to have working with Amelia. She half jokingly offers for Amelia to return from England. She'll contribute some of her savings, and they can start the business again. By the time Amelia had left, Yang Ai, though, had gained a reputation as an excellent worker among expats and Shanghainese. So she told me she was quickly able to build up her work schedule again and was cleaning anywhere from eight to nine homes a week. At this point as well, she had more to worry about than just finding work for herself. The rest of her family had moved to Shanghai after they were convinced by her success. Thank God. 
Despite her independent spirit, she is still tightly bound by tradition, and her savings go to renting the apartment that I visited near Shanghai Railway Station for her son, his wife, and their new baby boy. When her husband moved to the city, he relied on her as well and moved into the same small apartment. They continue to have a difficult relationship, but at this point, she is simply trying to keep things civil. He's over 60 now and only works a few hours in the morning in a city government job that has him spraying trees or doing other light maintenance jobs. It brings in around 400 US dollars a month. Gang explains to me that he spends the rest of his time gambling, but luckily they've created separate bank accounts, and so she turns a blind eye and lets him do what he pleases with his income, all the while reminding me that it is her money that originally put a roof over her family's head in Shanghai. Frustrated with her own marriage, she wanted to give her daughters the freedom to choose their spouses. Although she confides in me, she could have guessed that her first daughter's marriage would end in divorce. Her second daughter is also struggling in her marriage, but is too afraid to break it off, being I believes. Her youngest daughter is also married, with no kids yet. She has an office job, and Yang Ai has the most hope for her. For herself, as always, she has managed to find a pocket of hope. And she told me with that familiar grin on her face that things are looking up. At 58, she has saved just enough so she can rent a small room for herself, as her living situation with her son, daughter-in-law, and husband was becoming unbearable, with her husband not talking to her and her daughter-in-law accusing her of stealing money. During the height of the coronavirus in China, she stayed isolated and safe. And now with Shanghai reopened, she continues to clean several expats' homes and apartments, and then returns to the comfort of her own small space. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Help Wanted. If you like the podcast or have more story ideas on housework, cleaning, nannies, or anything else related to this topic, please visit my website, stephaniedoolittle.com. Thanks again for listening. And be sure to tune in next week for the story of Auntie Xia, or Xiao Xia, a fiery young cleaner from Anhui who got her start at a dumpling restaurant in Shanghai and is always up for sharing recipes and swapping a good story. 